This is the She is Wise and Woo podcast with Ellie and Erin, bringing actionable tools and tips every week for busy women looking to live a more purposeful life. Join us as we share practical ways to support your wellness so that you can know yourself better, like yourself more and trust yourself fully. Hello and welcome to another episode of She is Wise and Woo. Today we are going to dive into spiritual practice. Um, So really the conversation that we're looking to have is around what does spiritual practice look like? What is ours looking like at the moment? How is it changing? How is it shifting? Is it even a practice? Is it even happening? Um, And all of those good things, because one of the challenges, certainly, and we we both, I, I know I speak for both of us when I mention this, one of the biggest challenges is actually finding a spiritual practice that you can consistently do with conviction and all of the things and have time to do it as well. So we just wanted to, we thought it might be helpful um, to dive into that, especially with Christmas coming and people being away or not necessarily being in your own space and all of that sort of stuff. So, uh, hey, Erin, how are you doing? How's your spiritual practice looking, my friend? (laughs) (laughs) How to throw people under the bus 101. Thanks very much, Ellie. (laughs) My pleasure. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't, I've never been a big one for having a set spiritual practice um, in part because like when I, when I first came to spirituality, I suppose, in whatever form that is, um, I, you know, there were lots of people saying, this is how you do it. You get up in the morning, you meditate for 15 minutes, then you pull a card and then you journal about it. And then you do this and that, you know, and, and that didn't fit for me. For a start, my children are those kind of children that are up at like <laughs> 5 a.m. or on their birthday, 4 a.m. Um, <laughs> and, you know, and they're like, they get up to earlier than I am capable of getting up. Um, I'm a night owl, so I'll often be up till 2 in the morning, but get me up at 6 a.m. every day, and by the end of the week, you're going to wish you didn't. So, <laughs> you know, so spiritual practice is one of those things that I always had a little bit of discomfort around because I'm like, Hey, I don't really cope that well with making something like that structured. Um, and B the, the majority of mainstream spiritualists will tell you that you should do it in the morning as a morning routine. Um, and I just, I can't bring structure to that. Like it, to Mm. me, that's a very masculine kind of way of approaching something that's very feminine. And yeah. so I, I struggle with that balance as well a little bit, but I know you've got a, a slightly better way I'm, of going about I things. Like, I like morning practice. I do, but I still have children that don't sleep particularly well. So they're, they're fast asleep in the morning. It's just, I still want to be asleep because we were up having a party at, at some stage during the night, but actually if they do sleep, I find it quite easy to get up, you know, sort of at six, six thirty ish and actually have some time and they do sleep. Um, later so I find for me being able to to do that is really beneficial but I also have to be really kind to myself that if it if I am feeling tired to just like my spiritual practice this morning is having a lion because actually that's going to serve me probably more than than anything else is 
I've found for me as well, getting back into going to the gym and doing some classes. So I've just got back into doing yoga and body balance. And the great thing about those classes is that they have meditation at the end of it. So that is giving me, you know, two or three times a week where I can do still breathing and, and not have to worry about it. But I think generally my approach to spiritual practice is to try and just find something that feels fun and light and you can fit it in at, at kind of any stage. It doesn't really matter because when we start to get really structured and, and you know, really need to do it in a certain way, I think it takes a little bit of the fun out of it. And I really do think that spiritual practice should be fun. One of the things that I've found really helpful recently as well is writing. So I've always known I need to write and I get very stuck in my head and don't. So I actually bought this incredible book and I'll share a link um, to it in the show notes called Healing Through Words. And it's actually a book designed to help you, you know, do healing and do a lot of work, that inner work through writing. And it's brilliant. It's got lots of prompts. It's got really deep questions that and it's a really beautiful book and I, I love a journal and I love a nice book to write in. So I'm trying to do a little bit more of that. So I think my general approach is kind of do what feels good at any one time. But I have been really bad at it this year and I am feeling it now in late November that actually I probably do need to just be a little bit more consistent with doing something. Sorry, that went all over the place and answered many questions and none in any great detail. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's mainly because I have to share the the weather has just turned it's absolutely pouring with rain and my um office door is slightly open and i keep feeling wet bits um bits of rain coming through the door onto my foot and i'm about a meter and a half away to give you some idea <laughs> of how rainy it actually is so i got mildly distracted during all that <laughs> fair enough fair enough all about keeping it real <laughs> yeah yeah i think um you know, the, the interesting thing is that um so often and and this might be part of our conditioning i'm not sure but um, so often we approach spiritual practice from a what should we be doing? Yeah. Um, and you're right. It should feel like, and it should feel fun. Yeah. And, and finding a way to do that is the challenge though, right? It's the, like, we know it should be. And then it's like, well, if I'm doing all the things that everybody else is telling me I should do, and it's not feeling light and fun, does that mean that I'm doing it wrong? <laughs> And then you get all of the lovely stories we tell ourselves around that. It's just, yeah. 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 And I think the, um, the thing that I, I really want to get across when it comes to spiritual practice is that our spirituality is ours and ours alone. And, mm. um, the relationship that we have with spirit or the universe or ourselves, um, it, it's something that we, we get to choose as individuals, we don't have to, it doesn't have to look a particular way. We don't have to do it every day. If that's not what serves us. Um, we don't have to be in a position of saying, you know, this is, I, I pull a card and a journal and I meditate and I yoga and I, whatever the, whatever the, whatever, like it, it's, it's really about what's very personal to us. Spirituality is meaningless if it doesn't have meaning to us. Mm. You know, that's yeah. why I think we find you see so many people who find some form of spirituality and religion and then get to a certain age and suddenly start to question whether that is theirs or not, because mm. they've been told this is how it should look, but actually they've never been able to explore that for themselves. 
and you know i use religion only because that's a, a commonly understood structure that spirituality mm. can look like um but it could be anything and i think for me the first place that i would encourage people to to start is to just notice where meditation lives for them in their current life mm. because every person that i know when you you know if you say to them do you meditate and they say no there is some form of meditation in their lives that they're not conscious of. Um, for my wife, it's running. Before she started to meditate regularly, um, she would run for like an hour and she would just, she's like, I just go into this zone and my head gets really clear and I just, like I'm not thinking of anything and I, it just all becomes really like focused and, and I come away and I'm like, wow, I've worked out the problem that I was looking at and, and I'm like, so you're meditating. She's mm -hmm. like, no, I'm running. I'm like, no, no, you're meditating. Um, <laughs> ha ha. Yeah, right. Fooled you. in a seat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and, you know, for me, it's probably more like I really love to prepare food um, because I go into a really um, meditative state while I'm doing it, where I'm like, you know, if I'm chopping vegetables or, or whatever, like it's really easy for me to stop everything around me from coming in. Um, mm. And I can just hold space for the stuff that's in to make its way out. Um, and to yeah. me, that's what meditation is about. And so I think everybody has that, even if it's just that couple of minutes in the shower before you get out where you just stand there and just let the water wash you clean. Like, mm. And I use wash you clean in an energetic sense. Um, yeah. You know, like I, I think everybody has a form of meditation, whether they know it or not. And yeah. so just notice, just pay attention to how, how does that show up? Yeah. I think for me, like driving is quite a meditative thing, mm -hmm. um, particularly where we live, we're out in the countryside. So it's really beautiful. It's not, you, you know, there's not lots of traffic lights or junctions or anything like that. You can actually really stick it in cruise control and just, just go. And it's a really, yeah, that's, that's where I find I do my best thinking. Like, and yeah. when I say thinking, not even like mental thinking it's just almost like allowing all the filing to get sorted and to get done and for for things to feel clearer um and i think that's the other thing is like we expect to be able to just clear our minds and that that's that's when we're you know able to connect with spirit i actually find that you know for me to connect or for me to be um you know really feeling like i'm i'm being talking from my higher self it, it actually comes from speaking because everything i people who know me know i process audibly so i don't necessarily know where my conversation or, is going to go or where my thought process is going to go but as i talk it comes out and the less that i think about it and i just allow it to that's almost my way of of journaling for, for want of a better way of, of describing it for just letting those thoughts out so it is it's so personal and it can look so different for different people that we've just got to be okay with actually what feels nice, what feels good, what feels fun. And certainly, you know, conversations with you, we would do a lot of walking and talking and that, that is my like real happy space. That's a space that I feel very uh, in like at one or connected to myself because I'm outside, I'm in nature. I'm, I saw some, a mummy and a daddy swan and a baby swan stand. It made me really happy. <laughs> and I, you know, took a photo of it, but just being out there, but also being able to talk, is really nice as well so yeah, yeah just being open to whatever it looks like for you and 
yeah, just exploring lots of different ways and not worrying about it. Doesn't You don't have to sit on a cushion omming is my general approach to spirituality. <laughs> or eat chickpeas <laughs> or have dreadlocks. Yeah. Um, or wear hemp. Um, yeah. You've those got are, it. Those are the things, the key things that you don't need to take off. But I, <laughs> you're right. I mean, I think, um, you know, whenever we talk about spiritual practice, you're really, what you're asking is what serves me, mm. right? Like it's not just about what feels good obviously that helps. Um, but it's about, does it serve me to do this? You know, and for you, like with your walks and talks and you're talking it out loud and all of that sort of stuff that really serves you because you always come away from it, having cleared your, cleared your mind of the clutter. Um, Mm. and, and that's something that you and I talk about a lot is that once you've audibly processed, actually all I've done is hold space for you to do that. I haven't actually contributed <laughs> anything meaningful to the situation um, beyond that space, but actually that's so necessary for you to have because it allows you to get connect with yourself on a, mm. a level that you can't when it's just you thinking about it. When I'm um, talking to myself in the car, you mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, if you're talking to yourself in the car, who else? Who knows who else is in there with you, really? But uh, <laughs> it's a good um, point. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the the thing with spiritual practice is that it's important that you have one, mm. um, but it's also important that there's no pressure around what that looks like. So yeah. play with it, explore it. Um, you know, sometimes meditation can look like actually just laying with your children and just like stroking their hair, right? Mm. Like kids love that stuff because it's meditative, because it's calming. It brings you back into your body. It brings you into the moment that you're in. And, um, so those kinds of things, you know, just pay attention and play with it and, and try different things out. Um, and don't get stuck in, this is my favorite thing to remind my wife don't get stuck in the if i'm meditating or if i'm trying to connect i have to receive guidance or it didn't work (laughs) right yeah like that is one of the biggest trip ups that i see people have is that they're Mm. like well i asked my spirit guides for guidance and they didn't give me any so clearly i'm not supposed to have it well in that moment maybe not but it'll come keep asking yeah. Right. And don't, don't get stuck in again. That's like, this is how it has to look is is the mm. mentality there. And actually like, sometimes we're not, we're not ready for the answer. Sometimes yeah. the answer's not there yet. Yeah. Or that's not your way of receiving answers. Cause I know or you that. hear a lot of stuff. Yeah, whereas that, that doesn't happen for me. Whereas <laughs> I just get a sense of knowing and it's like, Oh, I think that's what I'm meant to do. But if I get too caught up thinking about it, then it just doesn't work. Yeah. It does not work. Yeah. So it's kind of like, yeah, we all we all receive differently. So yeah, yeah, we do, and we're, we're all different. Funnily enough, who knew? And that makes us awesome and amazing in our own self. And if we can just remember <laughs> that a little bit more, spoken like the mother of a five-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's nearly six. Oh. She told me the other day. <clears throat> well, she's not wrong. <laughs> Um, yeah, but you know, we are, we are all different and, um, each of us will have our own way of connecting with ourselves and with the universe and, um, no one can tell you that you're doing it wrong. Right. Um, so do it your way. Um, do it in a way that feels good, that feels light, that feels fun, that feels aligned and that feels possible. 
Like don't don't get stuck in the but I can't do it this way and that's the way it should be. Yeah. Um should is shit when it comes to spirituality. Like it's a generally a crappy word, so it, we it generally ban it. is. Full yeah. stop. <laughs> we should ban it, yes. <laughs> um yeah. and it's a bugger of a word because it trips you up like that all the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> we could ban it, but then I wouldn't yeah. be able to pay you out about it. Um yeah. So, you know, spiritual practice is, um, it can be a lot of fun. Don't put pressure Mm. on it. Just make it easy. And, um, you know, if there's something that you're struggling with around that or something that you would like to learn more about around that or um, something that you want to try but you don't feel brave enough to, get in touch. Reach out. We're on Instagram at Awakening the Wise Woman. Um, You can reach out to us there in the DMs. feel free to, to reach out and just say, Hey, like, you know, I want to try this or I'm struggling with this or, you know, whatever. Um, we're always open to that conversation. Um, it's really important to us that women get past all of that conditioning that tells them that it has to be something that doesn't align with them. Um, so, you know, happy to have that chat anytime, any day. Absolutely. Hopefully you found today's conversation interesting, helpful, all of the things. If you have, let us know and tell us if there's anything you'd like to hear us talk about specifically. We take requests. But for now, have a lovely rest of the day. Enjoy yourself and we'll see you again next week. Thanks for listening to She is Wise and Woo. If you enjoyed today's episode, please feel free to share, like and review. And don't forget to subscribe. For more info about what we do, visit our website, awakeningthewisewoman.com and check out the show notes for all our links to our socials. 